What's up, guys? This is Jamie Giovanazzo from E-Clean Bro. You are now tuned in to the Growing Up Italian podcast. You know, in, in Italy, when you pay for water, they think it's an absurd. Yeah, right. So, like, if you go to a cafe and, you know, I always buy the bottles of water there for 50 cents. They're like, water's free. Look, yeah, the fountain's yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, in Italy, dude, I light up the fucking waters, bro, because it's so hot. Yeah. You know? They look at us like, look at these fat fucks that, like, <laughs> fucking sweat and drink all this water. Over there, water, too, is like one of those things. Like, when you drink water, they're like, water's not good for you. Rust your pipes. Yeah, yeah. water goes in your shoulders, they say. Aquavaini <laughs> spal. That's what they say. I notice my hair grows so quick in Italy. Like, my facial really? hair, you know, body hair. <laughs> Extra hair? And hair. Yeah. yeah. You're not a pinky up guy, I noticed, huh? Um, yeah, dude, I don't know, man. Usually, I'm just trying to chug. I'm trying to keep it keep it slow. Yeah? Yeah. You didn't bring any meals, Coz? I always wanted to ask somebody, because whenever people see me, they're like, no sandwiches? I'm oh, like, yeah. what do you think, I had them in my pocket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, nah, I didn't bring any meals. But if we can get you f- some fresh tomorrow, That's what first I like, yeah. thing in the morning, that, right out of know. my refrigerated van. I liked, uh, honestly, I, I tried to get funky and order a bunch of different ones last time. Yeah, good. Um, I'm trying to think which one. It was like a cauliflower rice one. No, We're trying to eat clean, bro. Yeah. Rocco, too, is eating no, clean, no, bro. No pun intended, huh? Yeah, it's good. Bro, you feel better. Bro, you can't listen to me, bro. I'm down for a fucking sandwich any day of the week. But, dude, you start slamming sandwiches every day, you've, you legitimately feel like shit. Yeah. You just can't do it. Yeah. You got to throw some E-Clean Bro in there, here and there. Just here like, and there. <laughs> just keep you going. Well, when I was ordering your meals, it was like, by the way, Jamie's here on the pod strictly because I like his food. <laughs> this is my first time meeting you. you. Yeah, man, thank you. But, um... Yeah, so basically, uh, you know, I had a little high sugar action and perfect. What is this guy doing over there? Just it down a little, bro. I don't want to waste the drop. Is it like tomato sauce? You got to get that last bit. Yeah, got to get that last bit. (laughs) I've never Uh, seen that before. Yo, you know why? I do that with the iced espresso. Because I'm, you know, I'm on a limit here and I'm I'm trying to get the maximization out of that. You You do you, bro. You know know what you need. Talk about efficiency. That's what I'm, I'm all about efficiency, man. I'm all about it. So when you walked in here, you look like Randy Savage, like straight yeah. wrestler. He looks like a bro, for sure. Yo, come on. As, as advertised. <laughs> Randy Savage. He definitely wrestled. He clean bro. Yeah, I did. I wrestled, um, you know, Jersey, Jersey Shore guy. Oh, you're a Jersey Shore guy? Yeah, I mean, really, man. Like, he clean bro. It's like a fucked up story. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. You got to tell us about it. I was just, like, cooking food for, you know, a bunch of juice heads. You know, dudes on tons of steroids, juiced-up cops. Um, Yeah, dude, it was... We're going back to, like, 2005 when I started doing this. So you're, like, almost 20 years in, 18 18 years in. Big, long time. So it was, like... So that's how you really started? Like, you were, like, personal chefing for... Yeah, I was a personal trainer... And I started cooking for my friends on the side. It 
started to really just love cooking. Found like my passion. Just I love like the honest living behind it, and I became obsessed. So you started off having like a set amount of clients. I would cook for anybody, man. Anybody who wanted it. You had chicken, steak, frozen broccoli, brown rice, sweet potatoes. Sometimes you get fancy. I'd dump salsa on your rice straight mm. from the jar. Fancy. Those were my options. Just like yeah, I didn't know how to cook. I just loved to grill. I, I knew how to lay cook chicken. I knew how to... Short order cook. I just learned as I went, man. Yeah. I just kept going. So eventually there became a bigger want from everybody, I'm assuming. Like, you couldn't handle just doing it from the the house. And Yeah. I want to hear how you expanded. Okay. Like, what well, was the breaking moment for you to take it seriously? There was a lot of breaking moments because I'm out of my mind. Mm-hmm. You know? I say that the world sanded me down nicely. Um, I guess my, my breaking moment was I eventually gave up and quit. That was it for me. I thought it was over. Then Hurricane Sandy came and like wiped out where I grew up. Like my mom, my grandma, my uncle, where they lived, where I grew up, everything got destroyed. Like my childhood home's gone now. It's just leveled. It's just a patch of fucking grass. Wow. And that was like my rock bottom. Really, I was like 26 at the time. I really hated that I couldn't, like, fi- financially, I couldn't support myself, let alone, like, the family. And it was it was a horrible feeling. And I went looking for a real job. I had been looking for a real job prior. But no one would hire my ass. And I thought, fuck. <laughs> like, like, yo, I'm, like, normal-looking enough, right? I'm trying to get a job at Best Buy. I couldn't get hired at Best Buy. I went on three interviews. You look like you work like Best Buy right now. Yeah. I felt like I could have maybe got at Best Buy. Yeah, that's crazy. No couldn't get, no one would fucking hire me, dude. I'm like, fucking, bro, it's not like I got, like, neck, neck tattoos, no teardrops on my, nothing crazy, right? Why, uh, though? Why do you think? Uh, it was not meant to be, brother. God is with me. So it wasn't meant to be. Did you finish, like, schooling? Bro, I didn't make it through bartender school. <laughs> All right, three day course by fucking Saturday. I had enough. Yeah, but that that course is nuts, though. I know people that have done that, and it's like the amount of uh, things you have to memorize is ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't get through bartender school. I got my associate's degree from Brookdale. Okay, Community that's a College. flex. I don't have that. Well, you know, I did like eight years at Brookdale. So, oh, that's I mean, great. <laughs> oh, damn! All for a two year degree. <laughs> yeah, listen. Efficiency. I feel like. <laughs> Well, the thing is, I was I was just like checking off classes, and I would never go to the guidance counselor. So, like, had I gone to guidance counselor with a plan, I would have probably got my degree sooner. But I was like just taking classes I thought were cool, but that's not how degrees work. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got to like take credits that go towards something. Yeah, you need a hundred you know? something in this, a hundred whatever. Like all my fucking organized crime classes after a certain point stop counting towards a degree yeah. you know what I mean all these introductory that's courses. the way it should be though I mean come on I yeah. wanted to learn so what, what happened after Sandy like what tell <coughs> us a little bit about the journey alright so I started in 2005 like I said before and I started cooking for this guy Matt who uh, saw me changing in the locker room one day and just asked me what I ate because I was so insanely shredded all right. Gym talk right there. Yeah, shredded. 
I've never got that question in my life. I know. You're just yeah. like, well, what do you put in that thing? Yeah. Bro, what the fuck you eating, bro? Yeah. So, anyway, that's how it started. And, you know, in 2005, I started cooking for all the mortgage guys. The finance bros? Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> like, people, people watch the movie Wolf of Wall Street. I seen it in real life, you know? Like, yeah, I seen yeah. some of that crazy shit with my own eyes. Finance bros scare me. When the economy's good and people are at the fucking, they're doing the whiteout and the fax machines yeah, yeah, yeah. and tons of illegal shits going on and people are making money hand over fist. It's, it's funny. It's crazy. But anyway, fast forward to 2013. I hadn't talked to Matt in years. Calls me up out of nowhere. January 13th, 2013. Asked if I'm still cooking. Now this I'm is six years later. It was a while. Yeah, it was a while. I hadn't talked to Matt. So in what a while. were you like working at in those like? I was six bartending, years? dude. Yeah. Bartending on the weekends, man. Jersey Shore. No, like I actually worked in New York a lot, but then at that point I was in Jersey, but not not the shore. So, uh, bro, my phone rang. I had uh, I had nothing going on, and it was Matt. And he's like, "Yo, bro, are you still cooking?" And I'm thinking, dude, I'm fucking working Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Like I'm not doing shit those four other days. I put my f- palm over the phone. And my boy Paul's in the next room. I'm like, yo, Paul. Yo, your parents care if I cook at their house? So his parents were snowbirds in Florida. So, like, me and him were at the house in Jersey for, like, the winter. And uh, he's like, no, man. Like, do it. So I was like, yeah, Matt, I'm still cooking. Does like, that work, by the way? I don't know. I mean, he's, it seemed to work. Like, you could hear that still. You know what? <laughs> I got no shame at this point, man. I had <laughs> yeah, to fake you know, it till I made I, it. I hate to say it, but there's going to be like a very high percentage of our listeners that don't understand what that means. Oh, like the original pop. mute. Oh, yeah, yeah. The original <laughs> mute. The yeah, original yeah, yeah. mute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, it probably doesn't work on a smartphone. No. What iPhone was that? iPhone 2? Two? Was like Razor days. iPhone no? 2. Was it a fucking Motorola flip phone or Sidekick. something? Sidekick. Blue, a black, was it? Blueberry, blackberry, yeah, blackberry. blueberry, blackberry, raspberry, something like that. So, yeah. so then he, so I'm like, yo, Paul, you know, like the original mute. So he's like, yeah, do it. I started. Uh, that was it, man. My back was up against the wall. I had, I made three hundred dollars from bartending that weekend. I would have had more, but I was spending all my money on job interview clothes, which was annoying. Went to Macy's, got like a seven hundred dollars suit that wiped me out, pissed me off. I didn't get the job. Some fucking nerd. I make more money than all those nerds now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Take that, nerds. Fucking dorks. Yeah, bro. I barely even work so now. So from that phone call, did you get like a consistent client from yeah, that? Yeah, so <laughs> I got real bad ADD. So That's all right. We'll took, keep bringing you on track. Yeah, I took him on, right? Him, all of his friends. I started going through my phone like Rolodex because over the years I built a little book of business in my phone their name with food. That was their last name, food. Sort of contacting everybody. Yo, Jamie's cooking, Jamie's cooking. I had January on my side. That's literally the easiest time of year to sell health food. Everybody wants to lose weight in January. So I built a little momentum, started cooking. And uh, before I knew it, man, I'd like had outgrown Paul's house. But also remember, I have like years behind me of doing this. So it wasn't like I started from zero. Then uh, I started... In the place I was bartending at, I started, like, bartering. You know, it was a lot of barter deals. Like, hey, I'll, I'll make your schedule. I'll manage your staff. Can I use your kitchen in the middle of the night or in the morning? And, like, then I started working out of kitchens. 
So, like, I would help, like, the owner. And then, like, anytime someone picked up on the fact that, like, I had something, they would all try to, like, weasel their way in for equity and, like, get weird and try to hold me hostage and I'd have to leave. Every restaurant. Either chef or restaurant owner, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, it wasn't, like, fair. <laughs> and I was, like... They would see something. And oh, would, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not safe. Yeah, yeah. You're like a baby turtle trying to make it to the ocean. I feel ocean. attacked. That's what I would do. Oh. Like, oh, come on. Let's, let's, let's make something happen. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. You're a baby turtle trying to make it to the ocean. You got fucking seagulls trying to just take you out. Yeah. You got a million things trying to take at, you out. At this beginning. time, when you were using the restaurants, how many meals would you make a day? I don't know. Maybe like two or 300 meals a week back then when yeah. I was like doing everything myself. Um, and you do this all yourself? Yeah. Okay, so... What was the next step for you? Did you like rent out a kitchen or something? Yeah, so I was I was about like five months in, and uh, this woman who I was renting her restaurant comes up to me. It was like Tuesday. Tuesday was like the cleaning day, so like I'm scrubbing all the dishes, and um, she's like, you know what, Jamie, we're uh, I'm not renewing the lease. I'm like, you know, you got to be out of here by Friday, and I'm thinking, fuck. It's fucking Tuesday. I got to be out of here by Friday. Like, bro, to get to find like a new place to cook and uproot your business and all of your shit and your customers. I'm like, fuck. Like, I failed again. You know, it's over. It's over again. You know, five months of my life down the drain for nothing. So I just, I shot out a Hail Mary to this guy I used to work for. There's this uh, big Italian restaurant in, uh, in Marlboro, New Jersey called Nona's. And uh, I said, hey, Joe, you know, I'm, I got a catering company. I'm cooking for bodybuilders. Uh, you know, would I be able to, like, use your kitchen in the morning? You know, it'll just be me. You know, because, like, people are weird with, like, strangers and shit, and they're using their stuff. Yeah. So he was like, yeah, man, like, come come over. And it was, like, the most vulnerable position I was in, and he was just like, yeah, come through. So then that was, like, where E Clean Bro really got its legs and – uh and that was the restaurant where it all started, where I started building a following and started getting customers. And because I wasn't under constant attack from like poachers at all times, I was able to actually start growing a business. Like, Did you have the name Eat Clean Bro or was yeah. it just Jamie's Cooking? Yeah, yeah. So I go, uh, Mike, the situation's my boy for a real long time. I oh, knew nice. him before he was famous. And um, that's definitely an Eat Clean Bro kind of guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's been with me from before the beginning. So I met Mike in the mortgage days. So before, like, he got on the show, he was doing mortgages. And um, just, to, just to go to show you, like, the type of characters we were dealing with, I mean, you'd roll up to these offices, dude, just exotics everywhere. I mean, if you drove a 7 Series BMW to work, you were, like, low-life, broke, loser. <laughs> I mean, it was insane. I feel attacked. Not look. That's I was literally what car I drive. I would literally love to have a 7 Series, you know? But back then, man, when the mortgages were when the when the mortgages were on fire, it was it's completely insane. You, you can't imagine it. And that was the world I stepped into at like 19 years old, dude. My head just got blown back with what reality was. Like, you got dudes making millions of dollars just cold calling lists for refis. Like, hey, would you like to save on your mortgage payment? Yeah, sure. Click, click, click. Like, just refinancing. Like, just it was people were making, wow. dude. Bro, and they were all like young dudes with like, like I was exposed to a weird world at a young age. It was cool, super cool. 
thought that's just how life was. And then the economy crashed, the mortgage ex- like boom exploded, mm-hmm. all these people went to jail. It's like kind of fucking wild. But back to the meals. So anyway, man, Mike was pitching a show with his family, and uh, he was supposed to get this spinoff show with his family. So, again, you know, like I was just cooking for my friends in the beginning. I didn't have shit. So my dad was like, oh, you got to, you know, we got to get you an LLC. We got to get you insurance. We got to start, like, doing things the right way. So he put me on the right path, and um, we went on to LegalZoom. And lo and behold, man, 2013, nobody was crazy enough to call themselves E Clean Bro. And, uh, and then How'd you get it. that name, by the way? My dad thought of it. He was like, my dad had like pretty much, um, you know, my dad's one of those old school Italian guys. He has no fucking patience for me. Thinks I'm a fucking idiot. Thinks I don't work hard. He fucking hates me. <laughs> so like, he, my dad was fucking fed up with me from the day I was born, you know? I think it's all our dads. So, <laughs> so uh, oh yeah, no, I could never be good enough. Ever. Yeah. No. No matter what. No, dude, no. What about now? Is he still like that? No, I, I got it too easy. I don't know what it's like to work for it. <laughs> I'm like, dude, are you fucking serious? I'm finally the millionaire you fucking beat me into being, and now, like, it's not enough. Now I'm too much of a millionaire. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't work hard enough for it, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I'm done, bro. I'm done even trying to be good enough. I'm just trying to be good enough for me. Yeah, that's it. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we got the domain, and, and then that was it, man. Then I was off to the races. Everybody thought it was a horrible name. But I liked it because it was easy to remember. It was easy yeah. to spell. Yeah, the like, logo is super clean. Yeah. I actually see, see uh, a lot of billboards Yeah. whenever I'm driving. Those are mine. Yeah. <laughs> How many of those you got? I had a lot at one point. I had like 50, but uh, I don't know, man. thing is, you want to go in, you want to blitz you don't want to be like fucking half in with a billboard. Some some people will be like, oh, I did a billboard once and it didn't work. Well, if you only listen to Taylor Swift one time, would you ever listen to her again? No, she fucking beats you in the head with her songs. Why did you have to say Taylor Swift of all people? I'm just saying, because you fucking, now you know the song, now you know the words to all of her songs. You do look like a Taylor Swift kind of Yeah, guy. you know what, big time, bro. I fucking, <laughs> I'm at the PNC Art Center, I'm at her shows. <laughs> did you go recently? No, the reason why I said Taylor Swift is because if you heard her song one time, you you'd like never it? think about her again. Yeah. But I like, feel that's like Luke Bryan, too. Whoever it is, man. Even fucking, even my boy Rob Dekansky, I thought his billboard was fucking, I didn't, I, I was like, bro, your shit, your home sold guaranteed. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? But you see that sign 30 million times and you're like, all right. Fucking, this dude's going to sell my house, guaranteed, you know? It's like you just fucking beat, you got to beat it into someone's head. That's true, that's true. That's how traditional works. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, like, if you're going to do radio advertisements, you can't just, like, run one slot. You have to fucking take over the station. Yeah. Or it's not going to work. And I then agree. People start, then people start thinking, oh, fuck, man, yeah. Maybe I should order. Or, like, but if... So if, where's Eat Clean Bro right now, this day? How many employees do you have? Um... We've got like 120 something. Oh, that's I'm in, crazy. I'm in Eaton Town. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because when I order from you guys, usually it's like you have your own delivery guy. It's not like it's FedEx or something. Yeah, that's cool, right? Yeah, it's kind of wild. I wanted to be the old school milkman. So essentially, what I wanted to do is I wanted to be an online restaurant. Mm-hmm. So your driver's like your waiter, and you have that relationship with your driver. So, like, 
for like the safety of people's homes and people feeling safe. Like I wanted, I wanted to keep that boutique feel. I wanted the people, I wanted people to know like, yo, that's my driver. So like on specific routes, depending on where you are, most, most of the times you get the same driver every time you get to create like a little relationship with your driver, talk to them. Even if like you forgot to order some shit, like you could hit up your guy, we get your order in like, you know, that shit I learned working in like New York nightlife. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, you worked in nightlife from bartending. Bartending. I was a club promoter, did like security, did like bodyguard work. I did cool stuff. I had the most fun promoting clubs though. Yeah. I, I was a club promoter too. That shit is the best job ever. That builds you up a lot for uh, after that, you know? Like I've learned all my marketing from club promoting. Try to get a group of people out on a Tuesday night to buy bottles and get blacked out. I mean, yeah. you got to have some yeah. skills. That's just not a normal skill set, you know? It might be easier in the Jersey Shore, though. Uh, I don't know, man. Bars close at 2. I'd rather be out all night till 4. So much fucking better. Do you still like that life? Nah. I hate it. Yeah, I did. I did hate it. I don't I don't go out. I'm married. I got two kids. I got a little garden. You have a garden? Yeah. Do you use the stuff for E-Clean, bro, or no? You can. My garlic. My Jamie's garlic. tomatoes, yeah, you know? Garlic, my fucking Is that like potatoes. a surplus charge, you know? Like yeah. a fresh, Should. homegrown tomato from Jamie's garden? Dude, I, I was this close to buying a farm, like 200 acres, but I... Uh, I didn't get around to doing that, man. Probably better I didn't, because... Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. You need to staff a whole fucking community of people to work the farm. I wasn't ready for that yet, but I probably will have a farm soon, just because I think it's cool. Dude, during COVID, man, it you was... You could charge an upsell, like, more money for that. I'm, I'm a man for the people, dude. Just because I could charge more doesn't mean I will, because I got to hold it down for my people, you know? Yeah. The goal is to... Goal is to always keep the price as low as possible. Find ways to make money, like, being better. Can't be like these politicians who just raise tax all the time. They run out of fucking solutions. Yeah. Are you just tri-state area or are you nationwide? I'm in Atlanta, dude. So You're in Atlanta? Yeah. Oh, How does based, that work? Dude, it was such a... Atlanta was kind of a mistake. I was supposed to expand into D.C. first. And then um, these guys I was talking to kind of... They just got cold feet, man. They backed out of this deal. And um, it is what it is. So and my buddy I grew up with was in, was in Atlanta. and was like, dude, we want to do a prepared food concept here. Let's partner up. And I thought, cool. So you make the food there. Yeah. You have another kitchen there. Yep. Do you see yourself doing, like, the other way? Like, ha- like shipping it through, like, UPS or something, so, like USPS? Or FedEx, I should say. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so like we're we're in like twenty four states, but the oh, thing are is, you really? That's crazy. Yeah, the thing is, man, all these national brands are frozen. Yeah. So they put the food in frozen, and it like thaws out over fucking three or f- two three days. Being on an Italian podcast, I mean, that is just unacceptable for people like us. You know, there what I'm will saying? be a percentage of people that say, "My, these people are really eating food that was prepared." Days ago. Oh, yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Before I tried your food, I was very, like, against it, too. There is a huge stigma. But it's, fucking it's it, it is good. Thank you. And for me, that I'm trying to lose weight. It does make it easier not to eat the pizza, the sandwich. You know, yeah. it gives you something already made. Especially on a day like today, we're going to be locked in here. 
Yeah. That's usually what happens to a lot of people when they like make bad eating decisions is that they're not prepared. So they'll eat yeah. the slice or go to Grubhub. Being that I'm self-taught, right? Self-taught how to, you know, hopefully no one's listening, my wife. But like I grew up, man, I always had Italian girlfriends. Their Italian parents always took care of me. I always grew up around people cooking. And I, and I learned from like a lot of Italian moms, a lot of Italian grandmas. And I always just paid attention to like how they cooked, you know, low and slow, extra virgin. And like growing up, you always hear about going to Italy and how like, I don't understand. All I did was eat and I lost weight. And that like fucking was for me, that was like the Fallon of youth. Like, what do you mean all you did was eat and you lost weight? So I just became obsessed with like the Mediterranean style cooking, simple cooking. Um, a lot of the best fucking Italian spots, dude, the shit is so simple. It's just the fucking ingredients they're using. It makes it so good. They're not doing a thousand fucking things. It's just the simplest shit. Quality's unmatched, though. Yeah. Oh, bro. That's, that's the thing with Italy. You know? Oh, come on. Yeah. Unmatched. Down to everything. You're saying you have an old school Italian dad. Where is he from in Italy? Well, my family's from Calabria. So, you know, little town. Your mom and dad? Nah, man, I'm a mutt. Have you so. been to Calabria? I've never, I've never been there. I've wanted to go. Um, I've not been to Calabria, man. Have you been to Italy? Yeah, of course. What parts yeah, have you been to? In like Tuscany area, the Amalfi Coast, been to Sicily. Basically, those are the places we go. What's the stigma with Jersey Italians? When you, when you hear the word Jersey Italian, what's the first um, uh, characteristics that come to mind? think like bro to be honest man i think like there's more of a stigma for new york new yorkers really like in italy right when you do cooking classes mm-hmm. so like when you're in italy or like even i forget where i was bro i saw this dude in vegas he was opening up an italian restaurant he was just talking shit about new york italians and um and i thought wow fuck this guy you know what i mean like you got some fucking ner- bro the food in new york is amazing so you're gonna come and like you're opening up an italian restaurant in Vegas and now you're like popping off about New Yorkers like bro we'll fly down there and fuck you up you know what I mean like who the fuck what was he saying like that New York Italians don't know how to cook not not that he doesn't know how to cook but like so for example right balsamic glaze Mm -hmm. I'll fucking drink the fuck out of balsamic glaze delicious (laughs) bro so I'm at I'm in this cooking class we're in uh where the fuck are we Florence I'm in Florence and they're like, we have this aged balsamic and, you know. Reduction, like. And then they're like, they're fucking, they, they, they have this, like, this bottle. They just ridicule, right? It's the balsamic glaze. And they're, like, making us do this tasting. And they just keep talking shit about the balsamic glaze. And my wife's like, I like the glaze. And they're all like, fucking, she's just outcast from the cooking class. And I'm like. Out. Yeah. Oh, dude, the chefs are just. You got to do cooking classes in Italy to see what I'm saying. They will straight up just... Well, they don't like they anything... They anything. I mean, balsamic glaze is kind of a newer thing, though. They fucking hate balsamic glaze in Italy. They won't do it. From what I've seen. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen a lot of place... I mean, in Italy, the big thing is Asian balsamic, like... I think balsamic glaze, like, skips a couple of steps. Like, But back to the New Jersey Italians, I mean, I guess at one point we all came from New York, dude. Like, all the fucking Italians came from... Italy to New York, then to Jersey. So 
every every Italian fucking person in New Jersey, like nobody came from Italy to New Jersey. Yeah. No one. Maybe like some people landed in Bayonne, like my family did, but that or was New Newark, right? I feel there's like Newark, Newark, yeah, but if you think about it, dude, like everybody came from Brooklyn, dude. It was fucking, it was Brooklyn, and then it was like, did they come from Newark? I don't fucking know. I mean, this was before cell phones. When I think Jersey <laughs> Italian, I think like the song Cut the Mozzarella. Yeah. You ever hear yeah. that song or no? No. I, Come I, on, I feel bro. like you would like fist pump to that. I don't would, know. I feel like you'd listen to that six times over here. <laughs> I mean, while he's cooking. How cut, far back are cut we going, the mozzarella. Oh, yeah. Is cut that what the that is? Yeah. He knows. He knows. <sighs> you look like a cut, cut the mozzarella guy for sure. <sighs> Take that as a compliment, man. too, you know? I, I would see you taking off your shirt, like. Yeah, <laughs> I could see like him at the wedding. Like, got the oh man, dude! Usually my goal when I go to weddings, I hit the cocktail hour so fucking hard that I'm such an embarrassment. My my wife makes me leave because like I get so like, bored at weddings, sitting at that fucking table of eight or ten. You're with people you don't know. They're like, all right, you got the cold fucking salad. You're like, dude, I fucking blasted the cocktail hour. I'm fucking blacked out. I hit the apps hard. I did what I had to do here. You is guys the got cocktail the cocktail hour meant for you to get obliterated? That's what I do every time. Because Usually I always I... thought it was for the food. Yeah. yeah. Right. I never food. understood, like, growing up, when I would hear cocktail, I didn't understand that it meant for, like, cocktail drinks. I just, like, <laughs> I just thought that's, like, where the appetizers were, you know? You like, thought they I... meant shrimp cocktail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I didn't know what cocktail, I thought. Yeah. I just, like, always remember that. The best food was always cocktail hour. And we would have a Zio that would, like, usually everybody's late for cocktail hour, 20, 30 minutes. My uncle would show up 30 minutes early, like. Yeah, no, he knows. Like, like he, he was getting his he money's worth. Get your you know? money's worth. Yeah, my wife has, like, horrible um, OCD with being on time. So I usually like to be late to things, but she's always on time. Wait, you like to be late to things? Well, there's something that's going to be fucking boring all goddamn night. Why am I going to show up on time? Like, I'm yeah. already bored. You know, like at weddings, right? Like, what am I going to do? You don't, you don't, you're not late, like on purpose. Cause like me, let's say if something's at seven and I'm like seven, I'm right there. I'm like, all right, let me spin the block two times. Let me spin you the block. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> let me, let me pull no, up. No, there's never any time for me to spin the block two times, except for today. But bro, I got the F350. Wait, is that why you were late today? I couldn't. Well, yeah, I got, <laughs> no parking. so I made a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the parking was bad and, um, I made like a wrong turn coming off a two. So you spin the block two times. Uh, not three. The, yeah, I'm just glad, bro. There was this homeless guy, and uh, you know, I got to roll right past him, dude. Thankfully, the light was green the whole time. <laughs> That's so like the fucking worst annoying, feeling, bro. Because they're like looking at me, I'm looking at them. I'm like, bro, I could just fucking throw a thousand bucks in his cup and freak him out. No, but, like, but um, no, back, not. back to the Jersey Italian things, though. What I do feel, New York and New Jersey Italians do have like a little beef. Really? Yeah. Maybe you guys don't see it, but I, I know we definitely see it. Well, I guess I guess where I'm like a hybrid man, I kind of I, I, I spent a lot of time in New York, and um, yeah, I don't know, man. The Brooklyn Italians always been really good to me, but um, I guess you know what? So here's the fucking problem, bro. I'm gonna tell you straight up. In I want to hear it because then I want to hear it. In New Jersey, I've always by like locals, right? So like. I've always been fucking called Benny. I've always been, like, called names because people always think I'm some fucking asshole, like, New York Italian in New Jersey. And I'm like, yo, fuck you guys. Like, I can't fucking win here. I'm getting fucking blasted from both ends. So I've always just stayed out of it, man, you know? Locals treat me like I'm not a local, but I'm like, dude. What do you mean Benny, though? Benny. What do you mean? 
What does that mean? What does that mean? Like he looks like a Benny. What does that mean though? Benny. I don't know. You never heard that word? No, that's like a. It's like, yeah, it's what locals call like New York, Northern Jersey people, man. Yeah, Bennies. I've never heard of that. The Yankees. Yankees. No, Bennies, man. That's what people like uh, when we go to Florida. Like, look at these Yankees over here. (sighs) Florida, man. That's my next state. I got to conquer. You're right next to them. Well, you guys. I'll be in Florida. Florida, Well, Atlanta's close enough. Yeah, it's far. It's kind of far. There's definitely a lot of eat clean bros out there. Yeah. Everybody's fit in Florida. Yeah. I'm going to be expanding there soon. No. You don't I think was just so? Just in Disney. Not everybody. Oh, Disney. Oh, yo, yo, yo. Bro. <laughs> bro, they are not. Probably Disney not is not Florida. <laughs> don't get it twisted. Disney fucking psychologically, like, first and foremost, bro, I work out a lot. I'm dude, walking like, a lot. Yeah. Your shirt's about to rip. I go and, dude, what I don't understand, you got like, Humongous people, 600 pounds. Units. Trekking Disney, bro, doing miles. With, with the, the chulo, yeah. With the churro, with candy, with sodas. And I'm fucking sweating. I'm like, Turkey dude, legs. what did I do? Why am I here, right? And I'm like, just remember, it's for the kids, it's for the kids. But I'm sweating, I'm miserable, and these people are just fucking mowing me down. Making me look like a sack of shit. <laughs> How are these dudes doing it? Calandra's Bakery, family-owned since 1962. Luciana Calandra, Sicilian immigrant, started the bakery in 1962 in Newark, New Jersey, passing it on to his grandkids. The third generation, bacon bread the old school way. Located in your nearest supermarket in New Jersey and New York. And don't forget to visit any of their three locations in New Jersey. There's a will, there's a way. Florida's not a good place to talk about health stuff as far as Disney like Miami everybody's fit yeah I don't know like everybody jogging the beach you know Disney blew my mind though there. dude like you're talking my 600 pound life all over Disney and they're just they're happy though they're dude happy. no not, not about happy it's about the physical fitness that they possess in, that, in those temperatures that's a perfect spot for a billboard no <laughs> could be make it yeah. 51 magic kingdom I just clean, basically bro. what I don't understand is how am I how am I working on being in shape? Have like you know walking because my wife wore the uh, the watch. We did like thirty something miles in three days. Yeah. Oh, so wow. I'm like, yeah, you walk a lot. It's like thirty thousand steps a day. It's insane. Probably. So we walked a lot, and you're, you're just you're getting passed up by you know very large people, and they're they're doing good, man. They're not they're not sweating profusely like I was. They're not out of breath somehow. I, I don't know. It was it was definitely like a weird mind. It was a mind fuck for sure. Like you're in like a group fitness class getting shown up by someone who's 600 pounds. You're like, what is going on? But wait, that is how, how are you getting showed up? Because they're out walking me, man. But with the scooter. No, no scooter, bro. Raw dog and two feet. They're, they're fucking filas and fucking they're, and popping they're, out. They're, they're fucking. They're walking faster than you? Dude, they're fucking. I don't know how. Must be that Mountain Dew. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Sugar rush. I don't know. I, I was fucking very impressed. I was very impressed. Trekking. Yeah, Disney's a wild place. Yeah, we were just talking about it on I'm our not trying to show. body shame anybody. You know, people get so fucking mad. Like, I was just... Yeah, you were I, severely impressed too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I guess that was my <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, it's like, bro, he's deferring to Rocco, right? <laughs> throw a fucking 300-pound vest on me, dude. And now now we're fucking two, five, 560, 550. I don't know if I could do that. You ship out to Cali? 
I don't think I ever want to be in California, man. Uh-huh. I feel like those are a bunch of health freaks over there, you know? So I feel like that's a fr- perfect clientele. Florida doesn't have, like, casual food, so I can see you killing it there. Like, for dinner, everybody, like, does a sit-down dinner. But for lunch, it's like Publix, but, like, there's one, not a lot yeah. of lunch spots, you well, know? One thing, one thing I'll tell you this. We grew up in an area with, like, the New York Minute and... You know, the closer you are to, you know, New York City, man, you're you're just, just like a way about you that's not the same anywhere else in the world. So you can't go into new markets thinking, like, you have to really take the time to understand whatever market you're going into. Like, when I went into Atlanta, I got my, my fucking head cut off. It, it was, like, just another country, you know? like. So you had to, like, change the meals around? Yeah, change the meals, change the approach, change like, you know, like in New Jersey, New York, man, everybody loves Eat Clean Bro for the convenience. Nobody has time. Like the Atlanta approach is like, you know, the fitness aspect, you know, people that really give a fuck about like the nutrition. And yeah. so it was just like changing the approach. It's like the New York minute, you know, Spider-Man without New York City is like a fucking nobody. You know, he doesn't have yeah. those buildings to swing off of. True, it's true. It's like without the New York minute, Eat Clean Bro is like... So that's why I'm always really skeptical of like, kind of leaving like the New York minute, like getting further away from the New York minute, because the convenience factor is just such a huge part of why people like it. What I wanted to ask you, Jamie, was can you explain the process from when, literally from scratch, the food, yeah. to when it's on my table? Like, what's the in between? <clears throat> I'm very neurotic about what you just asked. So basically, the food comes in raw. We have, um, you know, we have our separate meat and vegetable rooms. The butchers break down the meat. We get the meat ready, marinade. Same thing with the vegetables. It gets carted into the chef refrigerator. It gets then cooked, cooled, put into the food, fully cooked food room. And then that's where the people who manufacture the food assemble it. It gets packaged, gets put into order fulfillment. The delivery drivers pick their pick their bags, and it's out the door. It's all done within like um, from cooking, cooking, packaging to delivery. It's all done in under twenty four hours. It's great. Well, the it's ex- food the food's vacuum fast. too. That's yeah. another thing. Yeah, it's, it's vacuum sealed. The vacuum sealing process. It took me over like two years to find the right. Um, so basically, dude, like the gas ratio is really important. So like you can get ratios that give you this extremely long shelf life we have like the shortest shelf life but you could still get 12 days you still get 12 days out of our meals but when you crack that when you crack that seal dude it's like it was just cooked you know like the basil the, the garlic the parsley everything is the, the flavors pop and that's what was the most important thing to me because we put so much time and effort into making that food pop you know, you want to you want to you want to taste those ingredients. If you go with the longer gas or like whatever, it's say you're biting into you know a taco bowl, the tomato, the turkey, the cheese, the rice, everything tastes the same. It's like it's bizarre. That's why I know at the end of the day, man. When it comes to like, I think Eat Clean Bro holds its own against anybody in prepared food. I'm always pushing. I'm always pushing what's possible, specifically just with time. Are like you guys in fast. any big stores? Yeah, we're in uh, we're in Lavodi's. So oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's you're a Jersey spot, right? Yeah, 
So we got the Lavodi stores. Um, eClean Bro has always been direct to consumer. So that's how I'm able to like just try to try to keep my price down, try to just keep my service up and keep it tight. What would be next for you to reach the next level? Do you think there's a next level? Oh, yeah. So I'm working with like uh, politicians to get into like um, senior senior citizen stuff, you know, underprivileged people who need food. I'll be able to get like really good food for people in need and have like a decent budget. Right now, like the budgets they give for senior citizens is, man, it's deplorable, man. Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. That's amazing that you even have that vision, though. Oh, yeah. Kudos to you guys. That's beautiful. I mean, dude, nobody likes crime. Like, you know, you're more likely to go fuck somebody up and rob them if you're starving, right? <laughs> like, you know, let's feed these motherfuckers and maybe, you know, maybe like a few less murders will occur or something. I don't fucking know. You would know that statistic. Yeah. It's such a, like a food thing to know. Yeah. Most well, random fact about when people commit things. When they're hungry? Yeah. Or when, like, That's you know, like a great Snickers commercial. Like, you're yeah. not you and you're yeah, Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> um, oh yeah let me unload this clip you should now. do a campaign like that like oh I'm you're not you oh. when you're hungry oh i'm campaigning baby i'm campaigning so that's the next yeah. billboard well like dude the thing is like i don't know dude like the internet right like it's just such a i was born on the internet right eclean bro is an internet company and it's just basically dude I'm just sick and tired of like, I don't even know what, what I'm trying to say, but like anybody can just take pictures and put them online and then make up lies about what they are, what they're doing. And now I got to compete against that person. So it's like, not like a fair fight. Like I'm, I'm just, I've been, you could do the same thing now. Yeah. But then I would like disparage myself and lose my credibility. So like I could, but I won't well, would know that. My integrity is just too high. I, I just, it. I, I can't, it. you know. Fake it till you make it. You know? I've made it, so now I can't fake it anymore. But, like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it's. Their Instagram's a liar, pretty much. Right? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying, right? Oh, Instagram's a total liar. I don't even know what the hell's happening, man. Like. What about, know? who's, like, the biggest, um, do you have, like, spokespeople that are signing you or, like, so influencers I've, that you work with? I've cooked for some of the most famous people in the world, man, like. You know, we were doing Michael B. Jordan's meals for the Rocky movies. Nice. Um, DJ Khaled shouted me out. You know, Lala Anthony was like... DJ Khaled and me are the same. Like, we can't lose that 15 pounds. <laughs> no, well, he says he doesn't lose. He never, he loses. never loses. He never loses. That's a great excuse. Like, when people ask me, like, how's that go? I never lose. Yeah. He says, like, I got rid of 15 pounds. He won't say he lost 15 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, uh, there's a video of him eating uh, Bun B's burgers. He's like, I'm not going to lie, keep five of these. Protein. 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 It's like me whenever I'm eating something I'm not supposed to eat, like an Italian combo or something. Protein. Protein. Yeah. Dude, you know what? The most underrated exercise is, is walking, dude. Really? I'm not saying you're going to outwalk one of those Italian combos or whatever, but no. the more you walk, dude, the better you'll be. So walk boring, in the morning, bro. walk at night. Yeah, but you could make your phone calls, you know, put your headphones in. Like, that's what I do at night, dude. After yeah. dinner, I put my kids to bed. I fucking put my, my hair, earphones in if I don't feel like talking to anybody. I, uh, I clip out the audio books, and I just try to be productive with my time. So what are you doing, like 10,000 steps a night? 
I don't know, dude. I don't track shit. You just walk. Yeah. I got this really cool property I live on, dude. So I'm on top of this hill. I walk around, walk to the bottom of the hill, walk back up. It's about a 30-minute walk. Leisure walk. That's fair. That's I think that's good. Yeah, every day. I, I should do more of that. I try to work out like three times a week, and that's good. Now I need to add that cardio aspect. Buy like an assault bike, dude. They're like eight hundred bucks. They're fucking hard. I oh, and I see you on a bike. Yeah. I can't. Can do you know how to ride a bike? Yeah, barely. <laughs> I'm not the best. You can't fall off a stationary bike, bro. No, I mean, oh, so yeah, 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 about stationary that. bike. I, I'm Honestly, about I probably like, would though. No, <laughs> <laughs> or one of those like ellipticals in the house. Yeah, something small, dude. Everybody's on the Peloton wave. Are you a Peloton guy? I'm, dude, I'm I got rid of out. I got rid of my computer. Really? Yeah, because I don't know how to use shit. A lot of my friends in our group chat, they're all like on the Peloton wave. It's like a whole nother society. Like, they're oh, like, yeah. oh, I was trained with our favorite train. Like, they, you know, they have specific trainers for specific times. Yeah, I think like that is probably the future of fitness, just because. You're able to reach a broad audience. Like I told you before, keep your costs low. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Peloton's publicly traded and whatever other. But, like, it makes sense. Fundamentally, it makes sense. You broadcast a workout and people all over the world can tune into it. That You have one trainer training, like, the entire world. It makes sense, you know? You don't have to open a thousand fucking gyms in America. You could just broadcast your... What's some advice you would give us... Looking at our, like, uh, business model. Well, I would definitely try to just keep your costs low. Get some good sponsors, right? Like Nutella? Yeah, definitely get some, you know, maybe get Boar's Head in here. Boar's Head would be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Mortadella, like the deli meats. Bro, get get chow tomatoes, you know, get the tomato brand. Believe it or not, the Italians are the cheapest with the sponsorships. dude. I mean, this is an Italian podcast, but like, <laughs> you can say, it, you can say, it. bro, we're the hardest fucking people to deal with on the planet, dude. We're yeah. very fucking. We're like, we're we're you know, we're a very fucking difficult group of people to work with. Definitely. I mean, at this point, dude, my my whole circle's like Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. I have you like, leveled up in society. Well, I'm I'm basically like, well, Italian and Jewish. That's pretty much you know my my circle. But your lawyer is definitely Jewish, right? My lawyer, my, my lawyer is actually Italian. My accountant's Jewish. Oh, so you got to figure it out. My uh, my right, my right hand man is is Jewish. So, you know what, dude? Like I said, back to being a baby turtle, just trying to make it to the ocean. If there weren't so many fucking people out in the world trying to slit your throat every single day, mm-hmm. you might be able to make it. But the problem is the clock is ticking, so you never have the time it takes to learn what you need to know. So you have to have experienced, ethical people in your corner. In the beginning, I had some fucking shisty people who took advantage of me, made my life harder. Because I, like, related to certain people, you know, street guys or, you know, people I thought were cool. It's never cool to go to jail, and it's never cool to be a lowlife. You got to stay the fuck away from those people, dude. And yeah. never borrow money from a bad guy. Ever. Stay the fuck away from that money. I've been yeah. dying to ask you one question. Yeah. Work out in that shirt? No, no. Why am I fucking blowing out of the shirt? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I actually even, want to I know. I didn't even shave my arms. My my question was, how many of those shirts do you own? Like, are you seven? 
Seven? One for every day of the week. That's it, man, yeah. So you're like Albert Einstein. You got the same outfit. You ever heard of Albert Einstein? Yeah, of course. We have the same outfit? Yeah, Steve Jobs with the black turtleneck, dude. It makes sense. I mean, you know what? I'm like I'm like a humble guy with, with like, I don't really take myself too serious. I'm really, a chain is only as strong as its weakest link. So like, I think I think some people take themselves too seriously. I guess when you're at like that level, Steve Jobs is at like daily decisions, like what to wear, maybe does make an impact on mm-hmm. his abilities to like think. But like, I don't know, man. I I started prioritizing my health. I started just trying to manage my stress, my anxiety. So like, I put a lot of time into me now. I gotta be honest, I'm jealous of the hair. Oh yeah, yeah. I started. You get compliments for the. Is that a man bun? It's you uh, consider it a man bun. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what it is. Um, I just started letting it go. Hair. But beer. not letting it go like this letting it go. Letting no, it grow. Yeah. Letting it grow. Yeah. Letting it grow, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the hair. Um, dude, I'm all over the place. It's, it's been a really weird couple of years, you know, with like hyperinflation and all this stuff. So. so you're not going to the barber anymore? No, I get edged up every two weeks, you know. I was going every week, but I, I was just like, dude, this is unnecessary. My stress, my anxiety, I can't sit in a chair for an hour. What's like everyday life for you? I wake up, hang out with my babies, feed them with my wife, hang out, get them in their car. They're either in school or camp. Then my buddy Sal from Joe's Pizza comes over. We work out, hit the sauna. Then we depart, go to work. And then I'm always home by 6 o'clock for, uh, for dinner with my kids. And then after dinner... Bedtime. After bedtime, I do my walks. When I do my walks, I listen to like my audio books or I make my phone calls. Or Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> no, I listen to my music. I listen to my music during the workouts, and uh, or in the sauna, and then that's it, man. That's like that's like my five day routine, Monday through Friday, which like I enjoy. Mm-hmm. So I'm really crazy about sleep too, like sleeping. Well, what's your sleep routine? Eight hours. I try to be in bed by 10, and I get up at, like, probably 7, 6, 37. Oh, wow. That's solid. 10 hours of sleep? Is that 10 hours? I still wake up feeling like I need more. I got my lavender spray. I have fucking... I have to take La- my What's magnesium. a lavender spray? Dude, it's just, like, essential oil. You spray on the pillow, and you breathe it in while you're... Relaxes the shit out of you. Wow. I have these fucking pressure boots I wear. Man, for 30 minutes, it just squeezes your legs. Super relaxing. You got it all figured out. Yeah. Right? You I get feel like older, you learn get, a thing or two, you know? Bro, you get older, you have kids, your life slows down, and then, like, you start to want to, like... Things start to hurt, right? Yeah, everything hurts. But, uh, I don't know, man. I got... A lot of people depend on me. And it's not about, like, I don't I don't physically work like I used to, but now I feel like more, more people lean on me for, like, inspiration and positivity and creative ideas. So I just want to prime myself to be in, like, that, that state could give like a nice motivational message to somebody who doesn't know what track they want to go on i'm talking like 2005 version of you yeah what would what advice would you give them i would it would definitely have to be like to to elaborate this is the hardest thing this is the hardest decision you'll ever make in your life trying to figure out what you want to be with your life that's the hardest thing my passion was undeniable. It kept calling me. Wouldn't let me do anything else to a point of insanity. 
This was my, this was what I was meant to do. My entire life, people tried to talk me out of it. You know how many meals you have to sell to make any money. You know how like you know like just basically just always trying to talk me out of what I wanted to do. That's that like is like hater shit, right? Yeah, or it's just like you got to think, man. Everybody's trying to do like a broad stroke, right? Like my dad wanted me to do finance. He wanted me to go into finance, but like that wasn't me. What did your dad do for a living? He's like an IT guy, so like he he does like all information technology, all like technology stuff. That's the opposite of me, dude. Like I said, I got rid of my computer. It was just in the way of my TV. I'm like the fuck, I don't even know. I have to hit my, I have to call my wife for my password because I never even know how to get on there. So I just got rid of my computer. So like, technology's not for me. 2005 Jamie would be like, dude, you got to really follow your heart. And it's so cliche, but it's so fucking true. Yeah. If you love to cook, you got to cook. So when you were growing up, even way before 2005, elementary school, high yeah. school, what kind of kid were you? Did you play sports? Yeah, you know... I used to love going fishing and crabbing, man. So I grew up on the beach. I would be fishing and crabbing every day of the summer. I loved, uh, I don't know, man. I just love starting fires. I love my BB gun. I loved, uh, I, I love my dirt bike. I had a fun, I had a fun childhood. Very unsupervised. No adults ever. Summers off, it was like Lord of, Lord of the Flies, you know? Just me and a group of kids mm -hmm. doing crazy shit with no parents around. And uh, I, I had a great childhood, man. It was a lot of fun. But yeah, then then. Do you in, have uh, siblings? I'm uh, I'm like an only child up until you know my dad remarried and had kids, and then my mom married somebody who had kids. So it's kind of a unique situation. So yeah, I had a weird I had a, I had a weird childhood. It was very informative, but. What know, do you mean by informative? Um. I grew up in a town where, like, you didn't have to tell me not to do drugs because I saw what drugs did to people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I knew, like... I don't see any more of those signs say no to drugs. Because they found out that D.A.R.E. actually made kids do more drugs. Really? Yeah. It turns out it did the opposite. I, do you remember in... in uh, I'll never forget, like, in sixth grade, maybe, it was, like, the first time, like, the teacher, like, made a lesson and was like, okay, guys... Don't do drugs. Drugs are bad. Yeah. You know, like... Meanwhile, that teacher was doing drugs all summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know. Probably, yeah. yeah. Oh, probably. What do you mean probably? Definitely. No, you got to have the summers off? What do you think? You have a drug-free summer? You have off all summer? I mean, especially in, like, that part of Jersey, like, parts... It's like, there's nothing to do. To, I mean, I'm sure, like, drugs is, like, Man. huge, you know? Man. Yeah. So, we were talking before about... Jersey versus New York Italians. And I, I don't know. Every time I feel like we have a guest from Jersey, we always get into this discussion. But I feel it's only necessary. Um, when I think of Jersey Italians, right away, I think Jersey Shore, Sopranos, <laughs> cut the mozzarella, you know, Guido. Oh, man. Um, Jer Jersey Shore really, Jersey Shore and Sopranos really, like, gives a really big stigma of New Jersey Italians. Would you agree with that, or you know what, you think man, there's a different identity that we should know about? It, it's hard for me to say, dude, because 
most of the Italians I grew up with in Jersey were all from fucking Brooklyn, dude. So, like, I don't know. Or, like, Staten Island, right? They did Brooklyn, Staten Island, Jersey. See, I'm from, so, I, you know, I was born in Middlesex County. I lived in Monmouth County. I feel like Monmouth County is a hot spot for, like, Brooklyn, Staten Island transplants. I think, like, so Mount, what's, like, a town close so to that? So, if like, you're, so, I would say... Real, like, Italians from New Jersey, you're going to be, like, you know, Belleville, Nutley, Montclair. Like, you're going to be in, like, more Essex, Bergen County area. That's probably where, like, the New Jersey Italians reside. Not to throw you off. Where's Tom's River? So, Tom's River is an ocean. Um, I would say, like... That's north, right? No, Tom's River south. I would say, I would say, you know, even, like, Tom's River, Brick, any, like, you know, there's a lot of Italians there. I, I would have to think that they're also, like, New York transplants. I would just have to think. Yeah. Or they're, you know, up up north, maybe, Jersey City, you know. Jersey City used to be all Italian. You know, Newark was Italian. So, like, um, let's say a New York transplant will never say they're from Jersey. Like, oh, but I'm originally from Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, like, everyone, my father oh, was from Brooklyn. Everyone is from Brooklyn, dude. It's fucking crazy. No matter where I go, there's always somebody, when I say, oh, I'm from Brooklyn, oh, my God, I know. Yeah. My, yeah. my grandparents are born there, or there's always yeah. somebody that traces back to Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's funny. Like, I, like, growing up in the mortgage world, all the, like, coming up with, with the, f- cooking the food for all those guys, they were all Brooklyn guys. Um, I don't know. I grew up in Jersey my whole life. To say, like, Jersey Italians, I'm like, ah, I don't really fucking know. I mean... Some, some, I have, yeah, of course I have like friends who were maybe Jersey Italians, but I feel like a lot of them all just came, mostly came from New York. Do you have any like Italian products in some of your meal preps? Oh, the, yeah. The Staten well, Island Bowl is the, fire. The, yeah, I, dude. So the reason I called it the Staten Island Bowl is because I was at a fucking diner in Staten Island and you got this plate of mutts, you got red roasted peppers, you got tomatoes, the balsamic glaze, chin color. And I'm like, then I was at some fucking Japanese spot, and they had the same thing. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, you could legitimately get like a plate of mutts with red roasted peppers a and Japanese tomatoes. Spot had that? At, bro, it's everywhere in Staten Island. I'm like, dude, you could fuck. They probably have that fucking shit. They have a fucking, they got a, 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 a Mick fucking, you know, at the McDonald's. They probably have it. You know, you go to the Staten Island McDonald's. They got fucking roasted peppers with fucking mutts on a fire, fucking actually. bun. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, you'll see that shit roll out in 2024, you know, the new, uh, the McStatin. McStatin. <laughs> yeah. Eat clean, bro. So, so uh, you know, I want to... So you to, think it's worse to be from Staten Island in Jersey? I, I don't... Yo, listen, man. If you could afford to live in Staten Island, God bless you, man, because people come in... People Is it that bad? Well, the price of everything is through the roof. You know, we always say that, but there's so many people there. Where? Staten Island? Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Like, people say, oh, it's so expensive, but... In Brooklyn, still there's three million people. Right. So three yeah. million people figured it out. You know what I mean? I always think about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a. Ton. So how expensive could it really be? You know. You got a point there, man. I. That's what I always think about. I get a lot of love in Staten Island. I got a lot of customers. I feel like that's where most of your customers are. Yeah, New Jersey, New York. Yeah, that's where most of them are. I'm. I'm just happy, bro. Like, I would say, like, New York City's the Olympics of food. And I have like I fucking kill it in New York City, so I feel good about that. Yeah, you can't like be whack and have a good food business. Yeah, no one's gonna buy your shit in New York if it's bad. What about having like a storefront? Did you ever think about that? Yeah, I'm working. 
mad meals there. I'm working on it, man. It's just, you know, I think like the important takeaway is like I started eClean Bro with $300. I mean, like a $4 million investment into my production facility. We're got like a fucking multi-million dollar fleet of vans. I mean, if I had more money, I could grow faster. But like, I'm on my own here. <laughs> just So like a store is an, is an investment, you know? Yeah. So I'm just, the stores are definitely a good idea. So the whole way has been just you? Yeah. Pioneering the shit? No partners? Do you think that's why you've got to this point? Yeah. Well, I can tell you firsthand, dude, like the, the bigger you get and the more you analyze, like you just start to get analysis, like you get paralysis by analysis is what it's called. So like the more smart people you put into a room, like bro, perfect example is like Conor McGregor. Bro, he's coming up, would just fucking go out and just try to fucking fight. The more he learns about fighting, the more he learns about fighting, you just start seeing the dude starts to just start getting fucking beat all the time. Well, why is that? Well, maybe because he's questioning things. Maybe he's not fucking just going out there and fucking throwing bombs or whatever. Like the in business, like sometimes you got to just be a little fucking stupid, dude. And you just got to fucking hit the walls and deal with it. Cause like I tell my staff, it's a street fight. You're going to get hit. You just don't want to get knocked out. Like, you know, sometimes you got to take one to give one. Sometimes you got to get hit a few times before you could drop a hit yourself. Like you, you get to a point in business where like flawless victories are over. You're not just going to. So, and then, you know, you get like really smart people. They want to avoid everything. And you're like, dude, it's just not going to work that way. Just fucking go. Like sometimes you got to drive through things. You lose a rim. You blow a tire. Like, yeah. But you have tire insurance, you know? Yeah, yeah. Part of the journey. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it, it's nothing is easy anymore. You have to just keep going. What else would you tell our followers that are listening to this right now? I don't know, bro. Us Italian people got to stick together, bro. Don't worry about New York, New Jersey. Yeah. So it's the send of the day, bro. That, those wildfires are choking us both, all right? That's so, true. That's so true. <laughs> we're all choking from the, the air, wild. The air hasn't been the same yeah. since. No, so you're basically saying, like, Canada's the enemy then. <laughs> yeah, I made this story, bro. I fucking, bro, I'm so pissed off, you know, because Canada's always got their nose in the air about, like, you know... Because they do make pretty good food, man. Like the quality and and all their their regulations are pretty high, but they're out here poisoning the goddamn East Coast, trying to kill us all. They should uh, drop the price of their salmon. Do us a favor. That's yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I'm, I will say, at the end of this podcast, I'm I'm a little disappointed. Why? Because I expected more bros out of you. <laughs> like I was gonna tell bro. You, like, to do a bro counter. Like, oh, a bro counter. <laughs> But, yeah. like, I, I think you only gave, like, eight. I think I said bro more than you. <laughs> I mean, I guess, man, I don't know. We didn't Come on, get, bro. We, it, it stayed pretty neutral, this, this, this podcast, man. I didn't know where we were going to go. But um, once you said motivation, I was like, all right, we'll, we'll simmer it down. I was all jerked up. I, I, I actually up. wanted to, like, start doing more, like, real journeys like this for, you know, we had a bunch of business owners on the podcast recently. Yeah. So, uh what I really liked about your business was different because you're doing it really using social media. I've been doing the best I can. Um, yeah, I got like a real passion for food, man. It's, it's fucking crazy. And it comes probably comes from my obsession with like Italy and just the Mediterranean, man. Like 
I think we do it the best. France, Greece, I mean, Spain, I mean, there's some great fucking food, but I mean, come on. Come France on. can't come close, though. I mean, can I, you, what is a French dish? Well, dude, they're like real rich, you know, I mean. The portions are probably like oh, the size. Oh, yeah, come on. The size of a quarter. Yeah, you know? no, no. Nobody, I just think of like French fries. Yeah, I'll tell you this. You would love authentic. you would love French food. I could tell you guaranteed. Um, but like, I don't know, man. Like I never heard somebody say, man, I had this great French restaurant yesterday. Like, <laughs> There are a few. There are a few. But their portions are so small. <laughs> I never did. I never heard. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even trying to be like an <laughs> asshole. I really never heard. Anyone say I had a great French restaurant the other day. Oh, man. Listen. Can you name three French restaurants in New York? Nah. Can you name one? Not. Well, there's Danielle, bro. That's the that's like, no, I can't. See, like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, well, the portions are very small, but like a lot of um, I mean, you got to get out there. You would be pleasantly surprised, guaranteed. You, you never, fu- yo, you never had sure. French onion soup. Mm. You know what they call it in France? Onion soup. All right. <laughs> so they just say fries and they just fries. They and they call French toast toast. Yeah. But really, the one thing in common between like France and Italy is they just they respect the fuck out of the land, the ingredients, the time it takes to make things, and the yeah, yeah. the process. Yeah, like in America, dude, everything's about like let me pop an Adderall and clean my room. That's like their approach, wow. you know. That's how Americans want to fix. I love that though. They want to, yeah. Well, come on. But like <laughs> when you look at like environmental issues or race racial issues, you can't just like pop an Adderall and fix it in four hours before your mom gets home. You know what I mean? And that's like the American way of life. Like, oh, let's just fix it real fast. Like, no, yeah. dude, this was a fucking problem that came over a fucking couple hundred years. It's going to take time. Like, in Spain, they, they, they don't give a fuck about time. You ask, like, the taxi driver how long it's going to take to get to the hotel, they'll... <laughs> like, the guy did that to me. I thought I was going to punch him in the back of the head. But I'm like, this guy maybe just wants me to relax. Yeah. Things take time. But another you thing, in New bro, York, it's 12 minutes for a mile, you know? Well, another thing, too, man. Out there, you're born poor, you fucking die poor. And you just make the best of it. That's true. And that was one thing, like, the first time I was in Europe, dude, I thought, oh, my God, this is so great. Like, why can't we be like this in America? And then, like, the second time I went back, I was like, whoa. It's the same. It doesn't change. These motherfuckers are struggling. Yeah. And, like, yo, America's good. It's America, not bad. Yeah, I mean, you have an opportunity to do something with yourself still. I don't know for how much longer. (laughs) Jamie, I feel like we'd do a disservice to our listeners if you didn't give the approach to, like, I guess losing weight, eating healthy. You know, like, I'm obviously not in the best shape. So, like, what's some advice you have for listeners that are trying to lose some um, weight, cut down? You know, summer's obviously here, so everybody's... Should already be in there. Back to like, God, back to like the clean my room. Let me take an Adderall and clean my room approach. Do not take that approach. If you're overweight, right? Lifestyle change. Just bro. Go from say you eat like shit breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Try to clean up your lunch. Go for a walk. Once you cleaned up your lunch, try to clean up your breakfast. Once your breakfast and lunch is cleaned up. Try to, like, do more walking or maybe start exercising. Like, don't don't think, like, hey, man, I've been fucking myself up for all these years. I'm just going to fucking cold turkey. Like, take a, take a continual, continuous improvement and start building off it. You know, take, like, take something and just keep adding up small wins. 
Don't like I've seen so many people like I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna eat carbs. They eat like no carbs for thirty days, and then they fucking yo-yo diet, and it's just like, dude. The second you start eating, you gain it all back. Just don't think in terms of days. Think in terms of years. You know, like even even like with my wife, man. She's she's uh, she gets up. She works out now. She goes to this five a.m. class, and like she had to miss a day, and she was like. She was a little, like, hard on herself. And I'm like, listen, sweetie, like, you missed a day, but think about it. In, like, three weeks, does it even fucking matter if, like, you keep going every day for three? True. Doesn't matter. Just keep going. Small wins. Yeah. Keep adding uh, up your small wins. Maybe try to eat more vegetables. Try to, like, try to make, like, small cuts. You know, I would say the first thing, if people are... Trying to lose weight. Like, understand what the triggers are. Maybe you're maybe you're drinking way too much caffeine. You're not getting enough sleep. You know, like, pay attention to all of it. The sleep is the most important part. You have to eat better. Obviously, you have to eat better. A lot of these things go hand in hand. When you start eating better, you start working out, you start sleeping better. When all of those things are working properly and you're drinking your water, it, it all ties together. But, like... The pop an Adderall and clean your room in four hour approach, like don't abandon that approach because you'll fail. You got to like embrace the grind. There's work to be done. There's no way around it. Bro, back like a hundred years ago, you know how fucking bad life was? You had to like work for every meal. We're probably healthier though. I don't, yeah. Oh yeah, bro. Shit was like, people were happy. Life expectancy was about the same. I mean, it's fucking pathetic, dude. Really? You don't think life expectancy is more now? With the human life human life expectancy hasn't gone up that much since ancient Greece. We're not even living that much longer than back when fucking Achilles was swinging a sword. Is that true? Yeah. You could fact check me, I'm sure. It's the internet. Someone will. And if hey, I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But that's I what feel I was back told. then people would die at like 40 so often. Yeah, people die at 40 now. It's yeah. true. It's true. Fentanyl, vaccines, you know? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All the good stuff. Yeah, I don't know. But, See uh, how I slipped that in there? Anything else you want to say <laughs> before we I was close up? Say, at the end of the day, you got to do one thing. Yeah, eat clean, bro. That's right. But I'm going to fuck up some pizza, bro. I'm in Brooklyn. I'm getting something good. We're going to get a little sandwich, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Downstairs? You're on my turf now. You know yeah, yeah. You got to show me around. Yeah. I'm All expecting right. big things. You There's know, because we, we got some good sandwiches in Jersey, but you know. Oh, we, I thought we weren't comparing. I we're, in we were, big, we're, in big, we're in big daddy Brooklyn here. <laughs> I know it's going to be better, so I'm not even trying to fuck around. 